Let's open the Word of God this morning to Psalm 68. Psalm 68. And we have a couple prophecies here of David about the time that we're living in now and what led to it. Psalm 68 and the 11th verse. The Lord gave the word. Psalm 68, 11. The Lord gave the word. Amen. Great was the company of those that published it. Amen. The Lord gave the word. We better thank the Lord for giving the word because he had withheld it from Gentiles for 4,000 years until the time of the Lord Jesus Christ, John the Baptist, and the apostles that came from him. Only Israel, the smallest nation on earth by the Bible's definition, had the word of God, had the scriptures, had the truth. But the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of those that published it here in Psalm 68 and verse 11. There, were, there wasn't a great company in the Old Testament. There were only a few prophets that uh, brought the news to Israel and that wrote the scriptures. A few men like Moses and Elijah, Isaiah, and so forth. But in the New Testament, there was a mighty crowd uh, from those apostles and the men that they ordained that went everywhere and preached the gospel. And we should be so thankful for that. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And so we want to glorify the word of the Lord this morning in our gladness. If you drop down seven verses to verse 18 in Psalm 68, we have another prophecy. Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men. Yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. This is in the past tense, but it's future. Because prophecies can be in various tenses, and it's your job to figure out that this is future tense, because the Apostle Paul is going to quote this verse in Ephesians chapter 4. Jesus Christ, after he rose from the dead, ascended on high. Jesus Christ led captivity captive by destroying death that had held us captive, the Lord Jesus Christ received gifts for men from his Father, and he gave them to men. Yea, he even gave them to rebellious sorts, like Saul of Tarsus. Why kickest thou against the pricks? But the pricks got, the pricks got strong enough that the Apostle Paul, then Saul of Tarsus, humbled himself to preach the gospel to us. It's a great verse right here in Psalm 68, 18. For the rebellious also, like Moses, like Jeremiah, like the Apostle Paul, and like your pastor, that the Lord God might dwell among us by the preaching of his word. Come over to Ephesians chapter 4 and see the fulfillment of that prophecy by David as he explains it to the church at Ephesus, which is in Asia Minor. Ephesians chapter 4 beginning at verse 8. Wherefore he saith. Now this he's quoting David. Paul's quoting David. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it, but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. 
He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. There's the gifts that he received that he gave. Psalm 68 said that Jesus received the gifts. Ephesians 4 says Jesus Christ gave the gifts. Which is true? Both, yes. They're both true. And Paul sticks in that parenthesis in verses 9 and 10 to explain how did Jesus ascend? Because he was the Son of God and he was in the, in the likeness of God. Why, why did he ascend? because he first descended to come down to the lowest parts of the earth. He was laid in a manger in a stable for us. But then he rose up far above all heavens. Do you like that transition and that reversal of fortune in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ? He ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things. God has given to him by inheritance the universe, and he is going to save us to be with him, and we are the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amazing transaction. But there's the gifts that he gave, that God gave him through the Holy Spirit's gift, and then Jesus Christ gave to men. He made some apostles. And today we're going to read about two apostles. Barnabas was an apostle. Absolutely an apostle. We'll see it in Acts chapter 14, verses 4 and 14 in that chapter. And Paul was an apostle. They weren't part of the original 12. Matthias replaced Judas, and so that made 13 with one being a devil. But then there's Paul, and then there's Barnabas, and then there's others as well that were apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ. At that church in Antioch, the great church of the Gentiles, like the church at Jerusalem, was the great church of the Jews. At that church, there were prophets and teachers. So when you look at that verse, remember that in the first 40 years of the church, There were multiple elders because they needed multiple gifts to get the job done until the New Testament was completed. Churches had apostles, they had prophets, they had evangelists, and they had ordinary pastors and teachers as well. And all those together formed the eldership of churches for that time period. But more on that later, the Lord willing. The Lord gave the word. If he hadn't given the word, what would we be doing this morning? We could be anywhere doing any abominable blasphemy that we can possibly imagine if it wasn't for God giving the word. We thank thee, Lord, for giving the word. And we ask thee to give us more of thy word that we do not see yet. And if it hadn't been for those that published it, the great company, we would not have heard the truth. It does depend upon men being diligent and men being faithful for us to hear the truth. 1 Timothy 4.16 tells us where Paul charged Timothy to take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Because if a minister is lazy, or if a minister compromises, his people suffer. So we're thankful for the great company of those that published it. This is the word of the Lord to us this morning. We're going to see it happen in Acts chapters 13 and 14. Transcendent events. 
The stuff that you children and that I had to learn in school about history that is so irrelevant to the real course of the world, we're going to see in the book of Acts, which is the history of the Acts of the Apostles. And we want to rejoice in it today because God sent the word. He gave the word to us Gentiles. And what a blessing it is. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father, we thank Thee through Jesus Christ, our Lord, and Thy Son. We thank Thee that You gave the Word. Heavenly Father, we read the Old Testament, and we see how few believed it, and how few heard it, and even among them, how few truly believed it and obeyed it. Even among them, there was but a remnant. And, O Lord, we were outside the boundaries of Israel. We were part of the rest of this world, given over to idolatry and blasphemy and abominations and vanities of the nations. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that You gave the Word through John the Baptist, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the apostles that He ordained. We thank Thee, and we're glad today, and we glorify Thy Word. We love both Testaments. We love all 66 books in the Divine Library, without which we would not know about thy Son. We would not know of thy grace in salvation. We would not know of the inheritance of the saints in light, taking possession of heaven and the new heavens and the new earth. We would not know these things. We would not know all the wisdom and all the truth necessary for successful living in this life necessary for pleasing thee, we would be lost. We would be confused. We would be deceived and thinking that we had knowledge and thinking that we had truth when we would have had none. We thank thee, Lord of heaven and earth, that you gave the word and that you raised up a company of those that would publish it and that you gave gifts to your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who in turn gave them to his churches, and gave them ministers that were apostles and prophets, evangelists, and pastors and teachers. We thank thee for this gift. And Heavenly Father, we thank thee that you have put in the scriptures a written history of your change that you made 2,000 years ago. Here we are, as has been already prayed this morning, 1,970 years after the first preaching trip of the Apostle Paul, and we are still benefiting from his eager zeal, his bold courage, his constant faithfulness to take the word that you gave him and deliver it to the Gentiles. We thank thee, Lord of heaven and earth. We are blessed this day to be in a company of like-minded brethren that love the scriptures, both testaments, and love the object of the scriptures, the person of the scriptures, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's in his name that we have assembled today. It's in his name that our hearts are glad. We rejoice in the grace that you have shown us and taught us that is all wrapped up in him. For without him and his penal substitutionary atonement, we are without hope in the universe. We thank thee for thy son, the Lord Jesus Christ, We thank Thee for the forgiveness of sins. We thank Thee for our inheritance. We thank Thee for the purchased earnest of that inheritance. 
the presence of the Holy Spirit in us and with us. Oh Lord, this day, as I have prayed in private, I pray in public that you will arrest the hearts and the minds of each hearer present in this assembly and that will hear these words later to see the manifold grace of God in spreading the gospel outside the narrow boundaries of the nation of Israel into Cilicia and into Galatia and into Pisidia and into Cyprus and eventually to us that we might hear the joyful sound. And we have heard it and we rejoice this day. Heavenly Father, grip us with the importance of this historical change that it was kept secret from the foundation of the world, but was revealed to our brother Paul that we might look at it and bask in the blessing that we have on this side of the cross. Now be with us. Lord, you know the other needs that are out there. We pray for all your servants and saints in every place. We pray for America. And we pray for those that can't be with us this morning. And we pray for the gift of thy Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our hearts, and open our minds to thy word that we might embrace the truth that is found there and that it would affect our lives, changing us to be dear children in thy sight and to share that glorious news and to publish it yet further to those in our sphere of influence. Forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness, and, O Lord, overlook and have mercy, and remember us as a good father pities his children for the weakness of our flesh, for we are yet dust in these bodies of clay, and we pray that you would strengthen our inner man and stir us up in our spirits, that we would lay hold of everything we hear this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.